Captain. Let's move. ABC Thursdays. Firefighters, we're family. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. The subject has explosive chemicals. Get down! With fiery romances. You're the love of my life. And Andy is finally in charge. I'm going to be the best damn captain the station has ever seen. Station 19. All new Thursdays, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. God, where are you finding this music from? Yo, well, we got to pump up the volume, volume here, Diego, please. Anyway, uh, who's picking this music? Diego and Justin Ellick. I mean, real poop. They must be younger than us. I don't know where they're finding it. It's like hipster millennial crap. But anyway, Sid Rosenberg away till Monday. John Katzenmatinis, man of the hour, with the exclusive interview with. Uh, George Santos last night, and in addition to uh, uh, John hosting, as he does every Monday through Friday, the roundtable discussion at 5, in the house with him, both before substituting for uh, Bo Snurdly uh, from 4 to 5, and then he jumped right in, is uh, our own Anthony Weiner. Anthony, um, yeah, you've been through your own tussles in terms of being under the electron microscope. What did you think of George Santos's answers to John's questions and your questions yesterday on the 5 o'clock roundtable discussion. Well, first of all, fellas, I'm insulted you don't recognize the theme music from The Middle, my top-rated Saturday show that is, has all the world talking. That was my theme music that brought you in. Come on, guys. Curtis, you there with him. Why don't, why don't you recognize Oh, God, because they don't play it when it's <laughs> left versus what right an hour later. I'd say, I'm walking out. I'm walking out. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me, let, me, let, me, let me just answer your question, Curtis. First, I think it's a really great catch that we, we got that. That was a radio exclusive. We, we had it before. And it was, look, Santos seemed to, to me to be wanting to attack the New York Times, attack his, his, his attackers, but when – when John Liddy and I asked him questions, he basically copped to every allegation that he made stuff up. And so, I mean, look, I, I kind of agree with the consensus. Uh, I think you disagree, Curtis. They should see them because unlike a job application, I heard you earlier, Curtis, unlike a job application, the person that, that is hiring is the voters of that district. They had access to if they wanted to. They could have asked these questions. They made the decision that other issues were more important. But the real challenge that he faces now is what I ran into when I lied, and that is that they throw this to the ethics committee, and it turns into a multimillion-dollar investigation. You've got to hire lawyers to defend yourself and everything else. So he's not out of the woods. He's going to get seated because Kevin McCarthy needs every vote he can get. But once it goes to the ethics committee, if he violated any filing rules, if he said anything that crossed a legal line, um, he could wind up being in hot water for a long time. If nothing else, his constituents are going to have a very distracted Congress. Now, I'm very confused by what you said. His constituents had an opportunity to know. They didn't know. If the election were held tomorrow, he'd be voted out. Uh, when you are interviewing for a civil service position, you have to sit for an interview and give your background. And it's checked, especially when you become a police officer. If a uh, police candidate had made up their entire resume, they wouldn't qualify to become a cop. That's why people are so angry at politics, is that they see, oh, wait, there's a double standard. For you, it's... Chris, but let me, let me just say, it's not the job application is the campaign, the words that are said on the campaign, the literature that's on the campaign, the newspaper stories on the campaign. That's the 
job that's the job application. Voters are free to ignore or to accept anything that they find. Now, I think the media did not do a great job here. I don't think Newsday did a great job. I don't think Zimmerman did a great job. But ultimately, it's kind of – you know what the, analysis, the analogy would be a, a trial. You bring all the evidence. The jury gets to decide, and then something comes out later. You don't go back and say, wait a minute. I got something new. This is the way it works. Now, if you don't like him, throw him out in two years. Yeah, but I can't. Do you understand, Anthony? Because you served in Congress. You understand what an average working class guy or gal thinking of this now is? Are you kidding? If I told my bosses that, if I submitted that on an application, they would tell me, see you later, alligator. Right or wrong? Well, listen. Well, that's probably politics is different, Curtis. you know, yeah, this is not an. Uh, this is a job application that involves more than just the facts on someone's resume. What if they decided they wanted a republic? Look, what did this race come down to? The red wave, which disappeared across the country, was definitely present in New York, and he he rode that red wave. No one is more surprised to have this controversy than George Santos because he didn't think he was going to get elected. Oh no, he did. He almost beat Swazi the last time, Anthony. He almost beat Swazi the last time, and nobody knew his challenge. And nobody, it, it's not like he was running against Swazi again, a household name. Uh, he had momentum. He had been in the district. He knocked on doors. Uh, he was a younger person with a lot of energy. It's just that there's nothing about this guy that is true. I'm not even sure if his name is George Santos. Well, here's, I mean, here's the big question, and John brought it up yesterday during the interview. The money stuff crosses the line from being deceptive to being illegal. If it turns out that that's the case, then you have filings that you've had to do at the House that you're not allowed to lie on, tax filings that you're not allowed to lie on. There's a lot of elements of this that could could catch it. Now, as John pointed out yesterday in the interview, the legal stuff is someone else's job. That's the U.S. attorney. That's the criminal justice system. But let, I tell you this, that's what if he does get job. indicted? But what what if he does get indicted, gets thrown into jail? Do you think that that, that his voters could still vote? Why don't you admit? Wait, wait, Anthony, because people in Congress and the Senate think they're better than anybody. You cannot arrest a congressman or congresswoman while in session, correct? Well, that's not true. Yes, it is. Uh, talk to a no, guy down in you Florida. Just, well, well, no, 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 in no, session, no. you cannot sue. arrest them. You cannot sue. No, no. You cannot no, sue no, a congressman no. guys, for lying. You, you guys are both wrong. Is, am I, am I wrong? Put, if you lie, if you you're lie wrong, on, wrong. on this uh, in Congress, you cannot be sued. Well, I, if you mean on the floor of Congress as part of your official duties, it's called the speech and debate clause. Yes, but that doesn't mean you, you can, can say lie anything tactics. you want. It doesn't mean ask Adam Schiff. Mean, <laughs> that's, that, would you stay? <laughs> you, you, let's get Adam Schiff on the show today. No, the the fact is that even even the speech and debate clause is limited to only as part of your official duties, et cetera. You can't lie on tax forms. You can't lie on a on on an ethics form. He's not out of the woods because think about it, fellas. If he lied on the yes, little but, stuff, but but if the Republicans need his vote, he, the ethics committee will never come up. That's not true. I got you, John. It's the one committee in Congress that's fifty fifty. And they do things straight down down the middle. Now I, I trust it, them. It, it, I really do. I don't trust them, Anthony. And no citizens trust the Congress to supervise themselves and scru- rate scrutinize themselves. Listen, I, well, the only you know, you know, I'm an ironic person to be talking about this because I resigned for lying, right? I, I didn't resign because I did anything that violated House rules. I didn't do anything that violated the law. I resigned for lying. 
Now, but the way they got me to resign is Nancy Pelosi said, do whatever you want, but this is going to the ethics committee. And I called up a lawyer and said, hey, would you represent me before the ethics committee? They said, how wealthy are you? <laughs> because if they want to tie you up in ethics investigation, you are done. And that's probably going to happen to Santos. Now, because I'm sure if he lied about, about, about his heritage, he lied about his money. Now, the worst thing of the many indiscretions of uh, George Santos, if in fact that is his name, is I noticed Tish James jumped in because he ran a fake nonprofit for helping animals in distress. Having run a nonprofit now for 44 years, uh, that's the way they can get you. He was not registered. He's not a 501c3. And no doubt he built elderly women who love animals. I guarantee you that's how they're going to hang this guy. And when these elderly women who probably donated to the cause of helping animals that he supposedly was representing, they will be outside of wherever he's living with pitchforks and torches and want to hang the guy. Yeah, the only problem with that, Curtis, I bet you he never had an organization. Well, that's what I'm saying. He collected money. Oh, well, we, we don't, according to the New York Times... He had one listing on a Facebook page says, come to this organization. I mean, all he has to do is say that I didn't do anything. Hey, I, I think there's a lot of pitfalls here for the guy. I, I, I 100% think that. And now the guy's in this mea culpa phase. Even his website has taken down all the, 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 the allegations. Um, but you're right. This guy, if this guy lied about, if he lied about being a, his, his grandparents being Holocaust survivors, do you really think he told well, he the got the Jewish vote that, that way. And then he got the gay yeah. vote. <laughs> and I would bet you, Anthony, and you know the big move this uh, this congressional year is, woe is me, we have only one Jew left in Congress, Nadler, there's no more Jews, we need to support every Jew running for Congress. He probably milked that to the max. Yeah, I mean, I, I, think, I think he probably did. He seems to me, look, I don't know the man, he seems to me someone who's been kind of chameleon-esque, you know, that... He just did whatever he thought he needed to do to get ahead, and no one's more surprised than he that he's sitting in Congress right now. All and, of that and wait, wait, said, that... wait, wait, and probably the worst, John, and you can relate to this. He goes to St. Rita's Parish in Long Island City. His family attended there. They're Catholics. And his mother dies. Uh, she also, he made up her uh, resume. She wasn't the person he claimed she was. And then he tells the uh, padre, the father, we have no money for the wake and the funeral. And they let him pass the hat. They let him pass and collect money. What where, What happened to that money? He went to the, in the church. His own mother had died. He, and he was bilking people of money. What a shanda. What a disgraziata. Is that certified by the Catholic Church? Yes, it's it's in all the stories. Uh, the the, the uh, parish priest there at St. Rita's in Long Island City. Can you imagine that? They let him pass the hat. What happened to the money, George, if that's your name? I think we lost Anthony hey, yeah, on that number. Hey, guys, can I, can, I, can, can I make a plug before you drop me? Go ahead. Plug it. I'm, I'm filling in for both Snurdly today at 4, and we're going to be talking about this. And I'm going to talk about the, about the difference between lying because you're embarrassed about something you did and lying in a campaign. So tune in at 4 o'clock. Tune in at 4 o'clock for uh, Anthony Weiner. Oh, God. <laughs> great great well, music. What you, what great you, music. I, I don't even know. What is it? Now, wait a second. John, you have some of the best crackerjack investigators in the private sector that ever existed. 
Might this be a job for them, John? Absolutely, but they're busy on other stuff. <laughs> We're going to talk about that later. They're busy investigating certain unions that are trying to whatever. And also retail theft, which is a plague in the city. we got to talk about that. So many businesses that you know of, John, that are just not going to make it uh, to the beginning of the year. Oh, let me tell you, the amount of stores that have closed in New York, I think 760 stores in, in the last six months. We're going to talk about that and so much more as it's... And, and, uh, Mr. Zimmerman may be calling in. Ooh, ooh. Oh, good, good. Mr. Mr. Zimmerman. I will catch you on at 4 o'clock today. Anthony Weiner for Bo Snurley. We continue on with Sid and Friends and his one foe, me, in the morning. Church on the Upper West Side.